This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. So great to be back at Thrive Financial Services and be back in uh, our studio here at Thrive Financial Services in Fort Washington as we approach Memorial Day weekend. But, David, it is unbelievable, and I've had so many people say this to me, wow, the month of May went by so fast. Yeah, I I think the whole year has gone by so fast, you know, and I think the anticipation, you know, Memorial Day, you know, coming up next week, um, you know, I think the just the anticipation of summer and, you know, good weather that we've been seeing, people's spirits are higher, people are, you know, kind of the restrictions are starting to be released. I think people's attitudes are going up, but at the same time, we got so much turmoil going all over the place, right? Geopolitically, you know, here in our own country, there's just so much debate about different things. The spending continues to, you know, roar. Uh, the conversation related to taxes, specifically kind of for the retirement folks out there. We're going to cover a lot about that today. It's, you know, it, it, it's kind of counterproductive to the emotional, um, you know, but again, kind of the brain power gets drained trying to deal with all these things that are happening. So, you know, today, as we always try to do, um, we try to be as focused on education for folks that are, you know, focused on retirement, right? So we want to bring that. And we're actually seeing, Joe, the uh, attendance at our workshops has been growing and growing week over week over week. And um, just want to put a shout out to the staffs at uh, Normandy Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've held a couple of workshops there, educational workshops on tax efficiency planning and retirement. They've done a wonderful place, great food, great location. So if you're listening to us today and you see on our calendar of events, if you go to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com and you know you live kind of close to that Normandy, we'll be back there, Brett, what, in the next couple of weeks or so, we think? Yeah, we will be back there in June, yeah. In June. Yeah, okay. beginning of June will be there. Yeah, and then uh, the folks at William Penn Inn over there in Gwinnett, uh, great, you know, great group, great food, all that. And then we were at Cafe Lombardi's over in Cherry Hill. Yep, incredible. Yeah, incredible and the food was phenomenal there. You know, we actually uh, benefit from that a little bit. You know, <laughs> after everybody leaves, we we'll sit be back down. There. And we'll be back there in July. Yeah, we'll be back there. That's, so That's my income. That's my pay. Yeah, exactly. I, get, I get a free lunch. Well, it was great to be here earlier in the week because I happened to be in the Thrive office when your team, the Thrive team, was returning from an event and it the energy that they had coming back into your office because of the success, because of the people, the turnout, the information, all good stuff. It was really contagious. Yeah, it's just good to see people yeah, have some. Nice to of, see people. Well, yeah, I'd say that's probably just one thing. It's nice to see people. Um, 
But it's just, again, people are coming out, and it just shows that people are looking for that information. So, look, if you've got questions about your retirement and how to help, you know, you want to find out how to overcome some of the challenges that could be ahead of you, I tell you, you know, today you're at the right place. Uh, We're going to cover some really good stuff today. We're going to go through why you should be concerned about inflation and this very low interest rate environment that we're currently dealing with, Um, you know, what to know about taking on too much more market risk close to and in retirement. That's something we see quite frequently. We're going to bring up this concept of sequence of return risk. And, you know, again, you know, we sound like we're beating, you know, the constant drum, but now it's getting closer and closer and closer to reality. There's so many bills that are about to be presented in Congress. President Biden next week has announced that he's going to bring to the table uh, capital gains taxes, legacy taxes, and some of the things that real uh, real estate people, real estate investors, are absolutely terrified about one of the proposals. So, you know, we're going to talk about that today. If you have questions, either during the show, after the show, you want to talk to us, give us a call at 215-798-9088. Right. So, you know, like David said, we're going to start with uh, inflation. And you can't predict the future when it comes to the economy or market. God knows. We have been, you know, every things don't even make sense anymore when you're looking at some things. You're like, the market's up, but things aren't going well in the economy. So, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. But one of the things we like to do is say, look, you want to retire and you want to retire safely and you want to enjoy retirement. So we do, we, call, we offer a complimentary consultation. We call it the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Um, and one of the things that we include in our planning are, is inflation, right? You, what you pay for a gallon of milk now is not going to be the same price even 10 years down the road. So here's some interesting facts. Uh, March consumer prices rose. in April, inflation accelerated at its fastest pace in more than 12 years. The consumer price index rose 4.2% from a year earlier. So uh, why does this matter? Because almost zero interest rates can make it difficult for you as a retiree or a future retiree to live off of your savings. Um, If you go on uh, bankrate.com, I, I was looking at it and I was keep an eye on it. The interest rates for savings accounts and money market accounts is 0.50. That was one of the highest I saw, 0.40. So if inflation is 2%, 3%, then you're not keeping up with inflation. So if you think your money's safe in that arena, you might want to think again. I, I went grocery shopping the other day. David, you know, that's one of my chores. He, he doesn't, that's one, not one of his favorite things to do. <laughs> I'll second that, David. Thank you. <laughs> But um, I'll third that if, I'm, if there is such a thing. If you have a choice. And, yeah, and yeah. It, <laughs> good. Well, I don't mind it, but uh, I'm, I'm happy that I can go to the store and buy the groceries, right? So um, this young guy rang, rang me out and he's like, wow, you just, he's like $90. He goes, you didn't even hardly buy anything. I was like, yeah. So there we go. Inflation is going up. Gas prices, $3.15 for a regular unleaded around us. And uh, yeah, my daughter, uh, 
fills up her tank and she's like, I cannot believe the prices of gas. I was like, they went up to almost $5 a gallon or more years ago. So these are all things that can affect you in retirement. Uh, the Fed recently repeated that they will not raise interest rates for some time or pull back on monthly bond purchases until inflation averages around 2% over an extended period of time. Um, Federal Reserve also said there's a potential for a transient inflation in the coming months. And Powell says they would allow inflation to rise above 2% for a while, according to CNBC. So here's, this is what the effects are. If you see inflation, retirees can be hit by the hardest by it. Again, inflation can eat away at your savings, especially with this low interest rate environment. You think your money's safe in your savings account? Technically, yes, it's safe in your savings account but you're not going to be keeping up with inflation. So it's just eating away. And then we've got social security benefits out there. They've lost about a third of their buying power since 2000, according to a recent study, because they failed to keep up with inflation. You know, I think every other year you get a little bit, a little bump up in your social security. That basically, hopefully, is just covering your Medicare expenses when they come out, when your uh, Medicare comes out of your social security check. So here at Thrive, um, if you're listening now and thinking, oh, is this going to affect me in retirement? Give us a call. Start with a phone call, 215-798-9088. And you can start with just a quick 15-minute phone call, or you can schedule a complimentary consultation. Uh, what we do is we do offer a few different plans. Uh, touched on risk beginning of the show. We run a report called Riskalyze. We take a look at your assets and we say, we say, are you too risky? Are you not too risky? Um, that's a great report. Uh, if you want to go on our website, thrivefinancialservices.com, we um, have an example of that report if you want to get a taste of what that is like. And we also plan, we take a look at your retirement plan as a whole. And one of the things we include in that retirement plan is inflation. We start by asking you, how much do you think you need to live off on a monthly basis in retirement? And like I said earlier, what you need today, you're going to need, if you need 60000 a year to live today, it's not going to be 60000 a year. You're going to need 10 years from now. You're going to need more than that. I mean, here, look, here's an example, right? We have not seen inflation for a long time. Long time. Right? A very long time. So it's easy to get lulled into a false sense of security that it doesn't exist. Well, that's not true. And we're seeing it, right? I mean, <laughs> you see the pricing of houses going up. It's not only lack of demand, like lack of inventory and high demand. Have any, you know, have you seen the cost of lumber? Right? A two by four. Doubled. Used to be what? Four bucks? Five bucks? 12, 13, 14. Now it's 12 or 13. I mean, so the cost is, that's inflation. Mm -hmm. All right, here's another example, right? So the Fed says that they want to manage inflation to be about 2%. So after 20 years, if you had a million dollars saved 20 years later at a 2% inflation rate, that money would have purchasing power of $672,000. People in retirement, people planning for retirement, think it's just about the performance of your investment. You gotta understand inflation is a big deal. So look, 
like I said, it is a big deal. And how can you navigate retirement? How can you navigate inflation? So if you're concerned about potentially higher inflation or just retirement in general, um, just, you know, give us a call, 215-798-9088, and we will do a complimentary retirement roadmap review consultation with you. Again, it's complimentary and it's informative. And if you think you're doing a great job, we might give you the thumbs up and say, yeah, you're doing a great job. You're good for retirement. But if you're not, wouldn't you like to know? So give us a call, 215-798-9088. Okay, good opening segment. Real quick before we get to the bottom or before we get into the first break, um, I read an article this week about the number of people and the amount of growth they're experiencing in their 401ks and their IRAs. And the government was happy about it. So the, the gist of that article that I took away from it was the government's going to get a lot of tax money off of that money if people are not proactive with their 401ks and their IRAs. And creating that false sense of security as well. Mm-hmm. The other thing is just stay tuned because that's what we're going to talk yeah. about next. <laughs> Good stuff. We'll get to our first commercial break. Back in a moment. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, I'll give you information about the next tax efficiency in retirement opportunity. It's going to be at the Desmond Hotel. Brett, I'll tell everybody about it uh, coming up following our next segment. Yeah, perfect. So today's show talking about retirement risk and how to overcome them. And in this segment, we're going to talk about are you taking on too much investment risk? So, you know, we have a a couple retired age 65. Now, 50% chance one of you makes it to the age of 92 and a 25% chance one makes it to the age of 96. So Karen talking about inflation, we're going to talk about risk and taxes throughout today. We really need to think about how long you're going to be sitting with these risks. We got to think about it. Once you are near and you reach retirement, here's the mind shift change. You got to go from that accumulation mindset to distribution and protection mindset. Again, you've worked hard to amass this wealth. Now we need to start thinking about, hey, how can I protect it from that market downturn? How do I make it last for the rest of my life? Again, every day, it seems like we hit a new record high on the market but yet we're talking about all the volatility in the state of the state of the market at the time of your retirement is not within your control and no one can predict where it will be in the future. And we got to think about it. Are you prepared for a market correction? So let's jump into this segment and let's talk about market volatility and your retirement. So let's say we have uh, two retirees with identical wealth and long-term market averages can have very different financial outcomes, depending on the state of the market when they begin retirement. So for example, someone retiring during a bear market might see their portfolio recover as the market does, but they may also see a reduction in the overall returns of their portfolio if they have to withdraw, and the word is have to withdraw, you have to take those RMDs, or you need money to live when the prices are down. So this is called sequence of return risk. So I'm going to throw it off to David because this is one of his favorite subjects and it's so important. You really need to listen to this. So I, it, you know, it's the thing that people don't spend a lot of time thinking about, right? Because when we get, again, lulled into a false sense of security that the markets just keep going up, you got to take a step back and say, where am I in life? Am I at a point that I can take on this risk? 
where I'm at a point where I know the market's on a run, but should I play it a little bit more conservative, take some of those winning chips off of the table, and make sure that when the market comes down, I'm not as exposed so that my money lasts my lifetime. We know that's one of the biggest concerns that retirees have is, will my money last as long as I do? And Joe, what we experience a lot right now, when you have those like little side con, you know, conversations, like people show up at the, you know, at our uh, workshops and they say, hey, do you, have, do you have a minute? Can I ask you a couple of questions, you know? And we're standing there and we're chatting. And very frequently, the conversation goes like this. You know, Dave, back in March and April of last year, 2020, when the market came down, that really scared me. Like that really gave me a glimpse into what could have been, right, Joe? Because we've never seen a recovery of the traditional indexes, right? The indices, right? The Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P recover as quickly as they have from last year's lows. It's just unprecedented. So you have to ask yourself for a second, right? This, when you're in retirement, you don't get a do-over. You don't get the do-over. Now, you can make mistakes along the way to getting retirement, but once you're in retirement, a mistake can cost you tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I mean that. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's important not to make any mistakes. Yeah, the key is you don't get a do-over at a certain point. That's I, it. Yeah. Those, those mistakes, you may not be able to recover. Think about this for a second. Traditionally, when we see a bear market, when we see a market correction like we saw back in March and April, there's an extended period, somewhere between two and four years statistically, before the market gets back to where it was previously. So think about maybe you're a 70-year-old person. Maybe you're needing some of your IRA money, some of your brokerage account money to live off of the supplement Social Security. And, you know, based on what the amount was, everything looks good. But what if, what if, right? You just got a contingency plan. What if that account value is 40% of what it used to be? Now, I've been doing this for over 30 years. I now say that. It's 32, but now once you it's get 30 over 30, ish. 30 right? Ish. We, we add the ish to it, right? Can't believe I've been doing this for 30 years. But, um, in my 30-year career, I've seen the S&P 500 index go down by more than 40% three separate times. So sequence of return risk is what if that happens in the early stages of your retirement distribution? What if you were retiring back in March, April of 2020? Also, let's assume that the market did not recover and we're in a protracted recession and it's necessary for you to continue withdrawing money. Think about that for a second, right? If you continue withdrawing the same amount of money that's necessary, but it's off a greatly reduced pot of money, you've got a greater chance that that pot of money is going to deplete much quicker. That is sequence of return risk. Statistically, there's so many papers that have been written that if you see down markets in the first three years of your retirement, 
you now have a much, much greater chance that your money will not last as long as life expectancy. So you got to ask yourself, what are you doing about it? I was just going to say, like, what do you do? Well, look, right. The first thing is you got to admit you got a problem, right? I think that's, you know, that's kind of the mantra, right? Hey, this is real. This, you know, just like inflation, this is real. This is not something I haven't experienced it yet. But now, again, you're in retirement, not, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands when you make these types of mistakes. So the thing that you need to do is you've got to come up with a diversification plan. You've got to come up with the proper segmentation, not only of your risk profile, how much goes into stock and you know equities, how much goes into fixed income bonds, how much goes into cash, how much goes into real estate, how much goes into gold, how much goes into any other type of alternative class. Maybe even annuities could be, and they're becoming so much more popular, maybe give you principal protection with still upside potential. Maybe they start to be a consideration for a portion of your investments, not all of them. In my recommend, you know, in my opinion as a fiduciary, anybody that recommends 100% of your investment retirement dollars going into annuities is not acting in your best interest. That's run. just flat out. Would run. You, run. Right? That's run. it. You got to run. Yeah. But you should maybe if it's suitable and makes sense, consider that. So when it comes to return of risk, getting an analysis, we call it riskalyze, getting a written plan the riskalyze report that gets you know printed out for you that shows you what your exposure is how to fix it and then how to keep it on track so when we do experience those downturns we're in a much better situation and we don't lose tens of thousands even possibly hundreds of thousands so give us a call at 215-798-9088 or visit our website thrivefinancialservices.com right on our homepage is a riskalyze button that you can click and it starts the process of risk analysis for you and if you're listening today upcoming on tuesday the 25th and thursday the 27th the final week of may tax efficiency in retirement at the desmond hotel in malvern it starts promptly at 11 a.m go to thrivefinancialservices.com to get registered limited so you must sign up to attend back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, and listening to uh, the broadcast. Remember, thrivefinancialservices.com for information on the upcoming tax efficiency in retirement uh, luncheon. Uh, it's it's just a must attend, I think. And Brett, as I'm listening to David in that last segment, Here's what I'm here's what I want you to do. Speak to everybody listening for a moment who hasn't done anything. They're still plodding along with what they've always done, putting money in their 401k, putting money in their IRA, but they haven't done anything else. They think everything's just going to be okay. That's exactly it. Let me let me ask you a question again, Joe. What was your article about that you told us about at the end of the first segment? What was the topic about again? The government said that 401k balances are up. That's it. The, 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 everybody's be earning more money, but they're not doing anything. That's exactly it. And let me tell you the rest of the conversation that we hear about. Hey, my balances are up. Uh, I just got another stimulus check. You're still hearing 
Biden, Trump, vaccine, no vaccine. We got to pay attention to what's going on with everything else as well. Masks are now off. I can now go outside. But David talked about the last segment when we started talking about the investment risk and sequence of returns risk. And here's a little bit of what concerns me. If we look at over to just the past couple years of some of those market dips, and David did a great job of talking about the normal, the normal time period is when a correction comes back. Again, what were our most two most recent downturns in the stock market? If you actually went to sleep in the middle of February of 2020, and you woke up 10 weeks later, the stock market was the same. 10 weeks. You had a gigantic down by the end of March, and it came right back up. But if you went to sleep for 10 weeks, it didn't look like anything ever happened. So if you were pulling money just for those two months, wasn't necessarily a big deal when they were talking about sequence of returns risk. Go back to the fourth quarter of 2018. Remember, everyone remembers 2019. Stock market was up 30 plus percent. Well, what happened in the fourth quarter? Only the fourth quarter. That was October, November, December. The S&P 500 went down 20%, but rebounded right back up. So think about it if you were having to pull money out during that segment. Literally, again, four months, you were back to even. But now if you go back to the 2007, for for us here at Thrive, that was the last real correction. So I hope the listening audience understands we're due for a correction. And it'd probably be happening right now if what David and Cameron talk about, continue spending money and buying our bonds and just keep on giving stimulus checks. If that wasn't happening right now, we'd be in the middle of that correction again. I hope people understand that, the state of the economy and the volatility. But you go back to October of 2007, okay? It took 18 months, actually 19 months, to March of 2009. Everyone always thinks the 08 correction. No, 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 no. There was three months in 07 and three or four months in 09 before it hit the bottom. So we saw it was over a 50% correction on the S&P 500 during that 18, 19-month time frame. Okay, it wasn't two months, it wasn't four months. Now you're talking about pulling money out every single month for a long period of time. This, I think the topic of today's show should be false sense of security. My balances are up. Oh, I can sustain any market correction. It goes down. It comes right back up. I've gone through all this. What are you guys talking about? Okay. I dare you to go to talk to somebody who tried to retire in 2007 and 2008 and tell them what it felt like then. Because people in this country are very good at what I will call selective amnesia. It felt good. Ah, it's not going to happen to me. We're now back in the real, like COVID never even happened. No, 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 no. You need to, again, you win and you learn. I hope that's wisdom from learning from the mistakes that were out there. But if you understand, if you had to pull money out over an 18-month period of time, because I, I don't even remember how long it took for the market to recover in 2009-10. It was well over a year for it to get back to even. So, again, during the COVID correction, 10 weeks down up even. I mean, we were talking years. David talked about on average two to four years just to make it back to where you were. You go back to that 07 correction, you were almost three to four years before it went back to normal. Let's let's say you had a million dollars and you were pulling out 5,000 a month. It's a lot of money. 
versus what we just went through. 48 months of $5,000 is $240,000 on a million dollar portfolio. While it went way down slowly and it went back up slowly versus what just happened a year ago if you had a million dollars and the market went down and went back up, you were only pulling out 5,000 in March, 5,000 in April, and now it's even. 48 months versus two months. Do not have the false sense of security when we talk about market risk. And please, 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 I hope you understood and you heard the power of sequence of returns because you cannot control what the stock market will do in the months and the years to come right after you retire. Add on top of that, inflation <laughs> and taxes. The perfect storm, mm -hmm. right? And here's something that people forget about, right? We had a market, a major market correction back in the year 2000, 21 years ago, right? Money recovered. Then we had the 2008 financial crisis. Money, you know, there used to be a naming of that period, right? Because 2008, people had a certain amount of money. They lost it. And then it took almost 10 years to get back to where they were before. It was called the lost decade. So many people that were ready to retirement were walking around using the terminology of the lost decade. Folks, don't lose sight of that, right? Don't lose sight of that. Now, back then, we had different interest rate environment. We didn't have much inflation, right? There was things that were setting up for recovery. But if you remember back a little, and this is not to give credit, but the market didn't tear the way it's tearing up over the past four or five years until 2017, right? That's when, like, when Trump came in, I don't know the exact number, but the Dow was around 16,000, right? That's when, and it took off after that. Again, not, no credit. It's just, you know, no fault, no credit. But you've got to recognize, what if this all happens during retirement? So that process of getting a risk analysis done, here's what it does for you real quick. So, like, I sat down with somebody on Thursday. Um, she has a portfolio. It's with, a, you know, a wirehouse brokerage, you know, local here in the Philadelphia area, name brand type company. And the first thing that we do is we give a behavioral questionnaire. We do it electronically. And there's like 12 questions. It really, really, really drills down to find out what's your risk tolerance level, right? I guess we use the word internally here, agita. Like when do you get that agita feeling that if I lost this amount of money, it would really be a problem. And um, we do it to a point where we actually get a numeric value on a scale of one to 100. One, money's buried in the backyard in a cookie jar. Two, you're not buying Bitcoin. You're buying one of these, you know, Dogecoin or something that's just so speculative. Um, you know, and then we're not even going to make commentary about, you know, Bitcoin going from 62000 down to 32000 in a couple of months. Um, Maybe it does come back. It came back up to 42000 this year, but who the heck wants that in their retirement, right? But I get the questions all the time. Should I be buying Bitcoin? Uh, I'm not going to give any recommendations over the radio waves, but if you have questions about that, give us a call. So anyway, after doing um, uh, this risk profile for her, she came in at a 29 uh, and, and appropriate, right? She's in her mid-60s. She's just about ready to retire. She's really concerned about market 
preservation, retirement money preservation. That was illustrated by her risk tolerance level of 29. The next step is we take all of her investment accounts. We take every single investment inside of those accounts. We load that up into the system. Each and every holding, like you know, each mutual fund, each stock, each ETF, each bond, gets a risk assessment, that same numeric value, 1 to 100. Then we aggregate it, meaning we take the average of all the accounts that she has. So when we were done that process, that came in at a 47. So her risk tolerance level on a scale of 1 to 100 was 29. Her risk on a scale of 1 to 100 was 47. That's a big disparity there. So what do you do? Well, we have to rebalance that appropriately. We may have to sell off some of the stocks, reduce the position in stocks. We may have to increase some of the short duration bond positions. We may want to hold a little bit more in cash. We may want to diversify into another type of asset class. The software and our experience combined end up coming up with a strategy where we can now bring down that risk number of the portfolio more in line with where her risk tolerance is. Now, here's the kicker. 90% of the time, Joe, even with us reducing the risk of the portfolio dramatically, we equal or better the performance, we increase the dividend yield, and we lower the expenses at the same exact time. Who in their right mind wouldn't want at least to find out, could that be done with their portfolio? It takes about a half hour to do it. It's a conversation. It's a little bit of sharing some information. You can get that done by calling us at 215-798-9088 or visit our website, schedule a discovery call, thrivefinancialservices.com. You know, here's what I would say as we get ready to go to the break. One more segment to go, by the way, on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Here's what I would say to people listening and tuning into the show. Be open to the conversation. Start there. It's okay to be open to start. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. As we come back to uh, the radio airwaves with our final segment of the day, please don't be overwhelmed by the information you hear be open to learning. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Karen, best thing to do, no cost to get educated. You hear me say that many, many times. Yes. Complimentary, complimentary, complimentary. All right. So May 17th has passed. So everybody is like, whew, got my taxes filed or got my extension filed and I'm done. So I don't have to worry about it till next year. But guess what? That, a thrive, is not our motto. So we're on our last segment here. We're talking about preparing for taxes and start doing some tax planning. We got President Biden proposing several tax increasing measures. We got Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen recently calling for business leaders to pay higher taxes to support government stimulus. Taxes do not stop when you stop receiving a paycheck. So if you have multiple sources of income retirement, the tax burden could be substantial. And you need to understand how different types of income are taxed. And you can develop income tax planning strategies 
that work to lower your taxes throughout retirement? Yeah, I mean, these are some types of income that you may have in retirement. And I want to share with you how, and I'm going to say this very, uh, very deliberately. This is how they are taxed today. Today. Okay, that's a big deal. We know... The word today is a big deal. It's, it's just as yeah. big as I can illustrate. Yep. So we know definitively, unless we see a major change in administration again in 2024, that the current tax situation is going to sunset at the end of 2025. So what happens in 2025 is a lot of different things. All of the tax brackets change again, standard deduction changes, personal exemptions change. Uh, everybody's paid attention to the headlines, which say $400,000 of income or greater. We illustrate in our workshops the compression of the tax brackets and where previously, if you made $80,000 a year in retirement, you were in the 22% tax bracket with the proposed changes in the compression of those tax brackets, you may end up in the 32% tax bracket. You're not making $400,000. Now, again, these are not written into law yet, but these are the conversations that are occurring. So here's how some things are taxed again today. Investments held for a year or less are taxed as at ordinary income rates. Okay. Now, some of the proposal is that could go to 39.6%, maybe even higher when they add the 3.8%. They're proposing, Brett, what is some type of like stock market investment tax, something we've never even heard about before. Yeah, triple secret stealth taxes are coming. <laughs> yeah, They're amazing, coming. right? Now, investments held for over a year are taxed at either 0%, 15%, or 20%, depending on your income. They want to kind of levelize that situation. And if your combined income as an individual, I'm sorry, if your income as an individual is over 34000 or if you're married, your combined income is over 44000 um, you could have up to 85% of your Social Security benefit will now be taxable. And then distributions from tax-deferred retirement accounts are taxed at ordinary income rates, which we suspect are going up. And then there's other types of things that could help defer taxes, like annuities, insurance, and things of that sort. So that's why it's really important to start considering having a tax uh, minimization plan. How do you optimize taxes? Yeah, you start thinking about all those. Here's the questions that need to start coming to mind. How will I need to minimize taxes knowing that I have required minimum distributions at age 72? Stand by, gang, in the next couple months because this thing called Secure Act 2.0 is in the middle of passing. So we're going to be sharing some new information um, coming to that. Here's another one. David chatted about it. Be aware of those additional taxes like that 3.8 or all these other stealth taxes out there. Hey, where, where's my income going to come from? Is it going to be tax-free because I have some Roth IRAs? Maybe some tax-free annuity payments? There's a lot that goes on. And if you've been, I guess we've been doing this now, what? This is our fourth year doing the show. And, and Joe, I'm going to flip it back on you. It's not how much you have. It's how much you keep, especially when we talk about the tax conversation. And something I always ask people all the time, when you're no longer with us, where do you want your money to go? loved ones, charity, or the IRS. If your answer, number one, is IRS, you can turn the radio dial right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But we do give you permission at this point, for the very first time in four years, 
to punch the number yeah. on the dial. If you want to give as much money to the government, you do not need to listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> but if you do care about maybe leaving it to loved ones and charity, listen here for a quick moment. Here's, here's, here's a story. I'm going to end uh, today's show with a, a story. Uh, clients of ours, a couple 63 and 62 years old, need $80,000 to live. One of the... Uh, 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 spouses has already retired, and the other one's going to be working for somewhere between zero and four years. We've given her the green light. You want to retire, you hang it up, you let us know. Now, they have no kids, um, but nieces and nephews, so they love them. That's where the money's going to go. Their number one concern, we do not want to outlive our money. Again, you're in your younger 60s, and we want each other taken care of. Now, when we met them two years ago, they came to us conservatively. They had $1.8 million. And in the past couple of years, they've grown it to now $2.25 million on a very conservative basis. David spoke about that risk alize, those numbers. They were a risk tolerance of a 31. We would call that conservative. But given with all the turmoil going on in the economy, they've made money as well. So they had, of that $2.2 million, they had about $350,000 in Roth and $1.3 million still in IRA. Now, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the importance of understanding the tax law changes that are coming, and I invited someone to call in and say, you tell me how you're not going to convert to the top of the 24% tax bracket on Roth conversions. This is going to apply here. I went through scenario A and scenario B um, with the couple. And scenario A was conventional wisdom, be a sheep, do everything the government tells you and just continue to defer, defer, defer and wait for the tax bomb to inevitably come. So what the result of that was, was that life was good, is that when they both passed away at age 90, they would have about a little over $4 million. Okay, it grew, they didn't have big needs, social security, but that only tells half the story. $1.2 million would still be in their IRA. They'd have $1.4 million in a Roth IRA and they'd have about $1.6 million in after-tax like uh, bank accounts. So we spoke about the importance of doing exactly what I said. Let's convert these Roth conversions over the next four years. Here was the result. It was almost the exact same net worth. Here's the difference. Every single dollar they had was now in Roth IRA. They didn't care about where taxes were going on in the future. Because what was happening in year four, they were never gonna pay taxes for the rest of their life ever again. They were never gonna pay taxes again, ever again, because we had gotten the money into the right buckets now for the rest of their lives. You know what they weren't worried about? Where future taxes were going. Right. Because we did the planning today. You know what they were worried about when the first spouse passed away? Because we all know when the first spouse passes, tax rates go through the roof. You know what they were worried about then when the first spouse passed away? Nothing, because Roth IRA distributions are tax-free. Do you know what happens when they pass away and their nieces and nephews get it? They get it tax-free. It's not how much you have, it's how much you... You keep. What a great exclamation point and a great way to end the show. I do have a, t a time to remind everyone, tax efficiency in retirement, final week of May, Tuesday, May 25th, Thursday, May 27th at the Desmond Hotel in Malvern. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Also go there for the upcoming uh, 
um, workshops in June. They're posted on the website as well. That's going to do it for today's edition. We thank everybody for listening. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brendy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.